Hello, beautiful, and welcome to the podcast where we're moving the conversation forward about the choices you make in your daily life. I'm your host, Monica Cox, and I'm here right alongside of you, learning, growing, observing, and trying to make better choices consciously and subconsciously. Together, we're going to become better versions of ourselves and have raw, honest, open conversations about the things that truly affect our lives. And maybe, just maybe, finally get to a place where everyone else's BS doesn't trigger us. I think it's crazy that you like have this world that you go into the ER and it's just like real world, right? There's part of me that just doesn't even participate in normal society. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, I live a really sheltered life, even though like I travel and I do things and I see people, but like, I don't really participate in normal society mm. at all. I was just talking to my youngest brother about that. I was like, me and my family, like my immediate family, the my mom, my brothers, if we could go and live in like an ashram somewhere, just monk it, you know, like just become a monk, we would do really well. You would? Like, yeah, because we just, I shouldn't say we don't have the capacity for nonsense. It's just, I'll say it like this. Somebody has time for it. It's not us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, I guess I can see that. But I mean, this goes kind of like what we were texting the other day about that clip and how that guy says that the way that the universe is expanding and speed of light and all this kind of stuff right he says that you are not we as a planet aren't going to be able to see other universes or solar systems and you were like well what's the impact of not being able to see like quote unquote others and I was yeah. like well who else is looking because I don't think most people one even believe that's true right? They're so yeah. insular in they're like, earth is the only thing out there. And two, mm -hmm. does it matter? Right. Even right. though scientifically community is like the number one thing for health and us humans like thrive on community. Mm -hmm. Would, have we shifted so much that, you know, because for me, we're we're both from really big families. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, my mom's I'm, one of 15 and my dad's one of six or was one of six. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Same. My mom's one of, well, there's a lot of brothers, stepbrothers and sisters. We're not even going to get into that. Yeah. A lot. Right. They're over 10. Both sides of my family have over 10 brothers and sisters. But with that comes a lot of challenges and different personalities and I'll just be really blunt toxic <laughs> like yes pure toxicity 100 percent. and I think the generations before just put up with it that was just normal mm -hmm. where now I'm like I feel 
like being alone is more satisfying than being part of a community that doesn't lift you up and it's not yeah. in a judgment way it's just in a like I don't want to walk away from community and feel drained and be like oh but I have community yes yeah I feel like that saying blood is thicker than water holds no weight anymore for those of us that realize that it really shouldn't hold weight I guess yeah. is the way I would put it that for me it's not my soul made a choice to come in here to with this particular family with this particular bloodline and that's wonderful and amazing in that I knew that there was certain things that I needed from that line but once I'm here and I'm awakened and I'm conscious of what it is that I'm, my purpose is, my mission is, and wanting to lead in that and that I want to be consciously aware, what comes with that awareness is that actually the, the family that I choose, it's mm -hmm. the tribe that I cultivate that is really, truly going to allow me to be my best self and it's one of the things that has been like a really significant heartbreak for me recently is realizing that I went through a few years ago a huge cutting out of my life like I went and dropped people mostly family that no longer served me and it wasn't out of malice or ill intent it wasn't because I was sitting thinking oh I'm better than you it was simply when I looked at the things that I considered my boundaries when I looked and considered what was healthy for me physically emotionally spiritually the whole nine yards the people that were in my life were not helpful they weren't helpful for me and they didn't want me to push them or help them along in their consciousness journey where they were they didn't they didn't need nor want me to help or or be any sort of influence and because there wasn't it it wasn't you know i always think it's a two way street if i can help you and you can help me and it, and because both of those paths were busted i was like i got to walk away i got to walk away and understanding that the day that you turn around and you want to be a part of my life and you want you know to have some sort of really amazing conscious exchange i will open the door for you but right now this isn't it and now that is coming back around and I know that's because I'm elevating and I my consciousness is going through an up level again and so there's been this new segment of my life where I'm like yeah gotta go like I gotta go I gotta go I I'm equally not helpful it's not good and I but now I can do I can do that leaving with a lot more grace a lot more compassion I can do it with laughter I can feel good inside of the inside of the sadness of it inside of the having to walk away
Yeah. And that I think is something that most people like do not understand. And so when we think to go back to your, to your point of the, of this clip, right. I, I, I look at it and be like, I can say, well, if I can't, if it's just me, it's just me now, right. Do I, do I allow myself to attain the highest level that I can achieve or do I allow myself to get stuck in this like really egoic, I am the only one. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. this grossness. And that's just on a microcosm. Obviously that like clip can also be taken in the macro too, which I think a whole different conversation. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many layers to um, surrendering to your progress right mm-hmm. and navigating what that looks like with relationships to other humans and i have from personal life and social media life right because people just love to come at you when they don't know you like oh you're going to be alone if you cut everyone out right i have this clip of like I don't know something like you know I'm not dealing with anyone else's bullshit anymore like goodbye right the person was just like you're gonna die alone and I was like well maybe that's better like maybe me dying alone and not having to deal with everyone else's bullshit that they don't want to deal with is better I'm not sure (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but it's an interesting thing like you said not to get into your own head and be you know the ego being like well I'm alone I think we had this conversation in our mastermind because people are like this is a lonely road well does it have to be Mm -hmm. are we going to sit there and continue those narratives that you know no one wants to elevate they're all stuck in victim mode I'm the only one doing it is that really true or are right. you getting into a new type of victim mode because it's a safe place right. to stay, but it's like, you feel like it's this elevated consciousness of like, well, this is the truth now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember that conversation and I remember the thing that I, that stuck with me was this idea that there was a price to pay mm-hmm. for being awakened. And that price was loneliness. And the way that it was being said, I had to like, I had to step back from it because I was like, when I brought it to the group, I remember like being very in it and and afterward being like, okay, just, just step back. Like you've now put it out. Like you're, you've got your feelings about it, Like, but now let's, let's take a step back and try to try to like function through it I guess and I I remember re-listening to it and going the way it's being said like the tone of it is making it seem like there is in some way shape or form a bad thing about it like it was a, a almost a negative connotation about it of like here's the price that you pay so basically get right with it and be okay with being alone but find the find the okayness find the even dare I say joy in being alone because at least then you're in this elevated state and I realized that really 
core of it, my problem with it was that was that negativity about it. That it was coming at it from this place of this of negativity where I was like, yes, there is a price to pay. And happily, like thankfully, you know, you may find that your tribe is smaller Mm -hmm. and that at times you may be alone. But it doesn't, that too shall pass. You know, I find that there are whole weeks where I don't talk to anybody that I would consider quote my friends and and at one point that of my life that would have made my life really really sad like Mm -hmm. I was wrecked by the fact that like people were busy and had their own lives and that that me one person didn't rank that week as like important in their lives now at 34 years old I'm like dude it's y'all don't rank in mine so how could I possibly be judgmental about the fact that my phone hasn't rung or with a text message with people going oh my god I haven't heard from you are you alive Mm -hmm. like I can't be judgmental about that yeah you know like I'm sitting doing the things that are important for me and those that doesn't always include reaching out and checking in but that also just means that I have to be aware of the fact that my circle will be small there are very there aren't as many people surrounding me that are going to be okay with me not showing a high level of interest Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) Do you think our ancestors dealt with this bullshit? Like in the sense that you have to admit that community has massively changed in the last 40 years, right? Mm -hmm. Even from my childhood to my kid's childhood. I mean, me and my husband have chosen to live a lifestyle that we don't live near family. Um, Part of that I think is on purpose. Other, (laughs) there's another part of me that is just like, that's just what happened. Um, We obviously love going and visiting our families. We do it monthly, but um, it's it's radically changed. And so do you think there's an element of, uh, it's just hard. It's harder, right? We don't live how our ancestors lived because of, let's just say, technology. Let's just leave it at that one. And we have to overthink about communication with our community, where before it was just like a normal day thing. Like if, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I think back and like my, my energy is highly attuned. I would say, to a communal lifestyle. Like Mm -hmm. when I think about where me and my family, my immediate family will be in 10, 15, 20 years, it is highly communal. Yeah. Like we're all living on the same piece of large property. We may have to drive to, you know, or, you know, get on a four wheeler or a horse to like get, you know, to the other person's house. But like we're within like the same, you know, 600 acres. Um, 
And when I think about where that comes from, where that like joy or like wanting that to be comes from, I, I recognize that it comes from the space of my ancestors lived in a very highly communal thing. Like yeah. I still have very strong ties to that that sort of community and that bloodline and that sort of gathering. Um, but I, but I also recognize that society want, like the, if we take the amorphic, the powers that be, the them, the capital them that like nobody knows who they, knows are. Who they are. And like, automatically when you say the them they're automatically bad they're automatically dark they're automatically evil and they want to separate you and control you and all of that um which i firmly believe is just like a figment of our imagination like you do <laughs> yeah I, I i i think that there are definitely levels to you know evil and you know bad and like you know people having that like term of like evil acts and all that stuff but it's so it's so trivial to me in like my mind like I autumn I have to just be like I it's just a figment of all of y'all's imagination and that's why it's real like y'all are sitting saying that that the next person you know who has more money who has more influence who has more power who has more whatever you want to say they automatically must be evil because they have it when really if you were in their spot if you knew their life if would would you still think that you know everybody has no problem and granted don't get me wrong like on a personal level like i think trump is an asshat but like i mean if i i don't know the man like not personally i've never had a drink with him i've never sat down and had a meal i don't know no, if when I sat down with him, I would be like, you know, I guess I can maybe see it from your side. I don't know. You know what I mean? I, so nowadays I'm kind of like, from a community ex- aspect, I can see the world trying to separate themselves because of this fear of the them. And I, and that's probably like all levels, right? When you come down to men, women, you know, race, religion, yeah. um, money, wealth, you know, um, and it is, I guess it just comes back to what you choose to believe about your situation. And yeah, it is this, it's all imagination, right? Like the mm. whole world is your imagination in your head and what you're coming up with. And it just coincides with, um becoming real because so like a lot of people believe it and so you're in the society of this belief system yes I get what you're saying there it and it's so weird to like even amid that because you just sound like a fucking freak yes (laughs) right and I hold it and I'm good with it I'm good with being like yeah I know I sound crazy I sound like I'm some people are even going to hear that and be like, she's spiritually bypassing. No, no. We can sit and have a three hour conversation about the nuances and how ultimately at the end of it, you're going to think that I'm either bipolar or schizophrenic because I've got <laughs> way too many voices inside of my head with way too many opinions and way too many thoughts about it. And I'm also good with that too. 
Yeah. I'm really actually very good with it. I have gotten to a point, and this is why I love our conversations, because I know that I can sit and talk with you and with the people that you and I have like cultivated in our in our world around this type of stuff. I can sit and and sound like I have 500 opinions. Mm-hmm. And have receipts for all of them. All of them. Because they're all, all right. The spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. And, I believe that. And I, I'm still held, you know, I'm still held by it. So I can easily say, yeah, community is super important. And I can also still say that, but I know that I'm a hermit. Mm-hmm. You know, and that like if I went and lived in an ashram on a on a mountaintop, I could successfully be alone for the rest of my life and die alone and mm-hmm. be okay and be perfectly okay, knowing that there's like I would be the least alone feeling. I would not yeah. be lonely. Let I'll make that distinction. Like I could be absolutely alone and not be lonely. And I think a lot of people still, and by a lot, I mean, you know, just a majority anywhere has a hard time with being alone because they get lonely mm-hmm. and I don't I can successfully be alone and not be lonely my own company is great yeah she is spectacular She's <laughs> awesome. I'm good with it, you know? I love but yeah I, mean, <laughs> I know I was um as you know I was over in San Diego um caring for my dad and he was a little bit annoyed with me that um I came over I surprised him and uh, he had an appointment on Friday and then the next one wasn't until like Wednesday. And he's like, well, what are you going to do? And I was like, absolutely fucking nothing. I have no one to account for. Like, I don't have to feed anyone. I don't have to put anyone to bed. There's no teeth to be rushed. It's going to be awesome. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're like on vacation by yourself. It's like, it, yeah. And I used to as a teenager at 18 years old, I went to Australia by myself and I had like no issues with that. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. And the, to kind of like pivot the conversation, because this was coming up in my head too, and what I'm realizing in my life, I know that I could be alone. I know that I can homeschool my boys. I know that I can I can do that. But what I'm seeing in my 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 life and putting myself out into the areas of community that I go into, I'm like, oh, this is so expansive oh look at all these triggers oh look at how much quote-unquote work I need to do to actually reach where I want to be going because in previous podcasts we both agreed we're fucking done right we're not we are not reincarnating well I probably need a little bit (laughs) we're going somewhere else but um I think that's an important part of healing too, of like, I do believe you need to get out of the bar, right? If you're alcoholic, don't sit in the bar when you're in your first part of your journey. You've got to get out of where you uh, were numbing, where you feel broken, where the hurt is, right? But then I do believe there's a point where you need to face those demons because it actually truly shows you what you have moved through and what potentially is still... I don't know, for lack of better words, stuck inside of you. I know that's kind of overrated this or over talked about these emotions being stuck, but that's and these feelings and all that, but that's just what it is. And so really anyone for the most part can take themselves off to a sunny beach and be like, I'm healed and become this guru and stuff. 
But the true yes. test is you put them back into the fire hole where they needed to heal from. And I and I see that there's this like fine balance of um t- like putting yourself out there more and like the allure of just going, I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna homestead. I'm gonna get me some mm. chickens and some pigs and I'm fucking done, you know, because that's the big thing right now. You see a lot of people in yep. social media doing that. It's like, okay. Is that a form of running? And I can say that because I fucking ran a lot of my life. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but it gets exhausting because yeah. you keep running and you're like, okay, there does come a point where you have to sit and face what you came here to face. I mean, like we say, we choose this shit, apparently. <laughs> like we eventually have to deal with it. Right. Yeah, I like that. I I like that. Um that question of you know is it is it running is it a form of running and i think this is i know that this is something that like listeners are going to be like they always say this every time they talk all two truths you're and you're right and i think we need to keep saying it because you know it is it's important to recognize why one is doing something intent is everything right And if you can't be honest with yourself about why you're doing something, then are you truly aware, you know, like, like, and not, not aware of your choice, but like, just aware, like, are you, are your eyes open? And I'm not saying that in like a spiritual, are you awake? Are you woke? No, 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 no. Like, forget that fucking shit. Like, just are, are you like conscious of what is going on? You know, I would say the most aware person is going to be the one that says, yeah, I'm fucking choosing to homestead and go off grid because I am wanting to get away from all of the negativity and bullshit. And then once they're there, being able to say, now that I've spent some time here and I've been able to like kind of reevaluate I'm now actively choosing to stay in this spot, not because I want to get away from everything, but because this is, I am, I am building something here. Or they choose to not do it because it's fucking hard. I think people don't realize (laughs) how hard homesteading is. (laughs) Yeah. Or that, or they're just like, you know what? I realized that, you know what? It's, you know, I, I, whatever else the, uh, the alternative is, it's just not something I want to do, mm-hmm. you know, but I think that until we get into something, we can't ever really be sure of why it is we're doing it. And I think if you, if somebody asks you a question about something, anything, we're using this example of like going off the grid as just a, an example, like I said, but if somebody asks you, you know, why is it that you're doing it? And you're sitting going, (laughs) or you're sitting, here getting defensive about it. Mm -hmm. And somebody says, well, what about this? Like, could you possibly be doing this? And you're like, well, no, of course not. Then clearly there is something there, Mm -hmm. which is why I, I'm very confident when somebody is like, well, Abigail, well, do you think that, you know, you're having issues? I'm like, yeah, probably (laughs) like, I'm willing to look at it. Yeah. Like on some level, probably I'm I'm human. Like, you know, and if I say, nope, that's not something that I'm dealing with. Somebody's going to be like, well, you're just, you know, 
you're just arrogant asshole who simply has no problems well maybe that's true too (laughs) maybe i don't have any problems and that's okay that's okay you know like you know i can easily think of myself what what is better what is better for me to sit and think that i'm just this you know fucked up poor pathetic not worth anything god help me because i just can't like make my life work and so i must get myself away from everything or is it better for me to be like i am a goddess i am sovereign in my being and no i don't have problems and i'm good like Mm -hmm. and all of you can f off right like people depending on where they are in their life and in their experience are going to find problems with all with either and there is no happy medium with it I think that's the thing that people actively try to search for is this like space where they're not arrogant and they're not an asshole but they're also not in their victim because you know if they're not one then they have to be the other (laughs) yeah trying to find this space and I'm like you gotta be okay with fluctuating between well yeah we were having that conversation over on telegram right you asked me what was the difference between being arrogant and I was trying to look it up what was it arrogant and I think probably arrogant and confident and confident All right, guys, we are going to pretend like it's 1992 and we are going to pause this episode. It's to be continued. This is called anticipation. If you have not felt this in a really long time, you're welcome. I think it's a feeling that we all need to bring back into our lives. So make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And thank you once again for tuning in and looking forward to continuing this conversation on the next episode. Thank you so much again for joining us here on Choices. You can go ahead and leave a five-star review because we're all friends here. But if you really want to move the conversation forward, please connect with us on our social media accounts, which you can find the links below. Have a beautiful week and we'll see you next time here on Choices.